85 points for Kirill Kaprizov, 30 goals for Marcus Foligno and Ryan Hartman. We look at the stats and project how various Minnesota Wild players' point totals will end up today on Locked on Wilds. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, Zach Zeman rejoins the show, and we take a look at how particular Wild players could finish with point totals at the end of the season. A little point total projection as uh, we gear up for the Winter Classic. We gear up for Christmas with the NHL on a bit of a pause, so uh, finding some topics to fill the void. My name is Seth Topal, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams and now all in on the state of hockey. Happy to have you along in a Thursday edition of the show. As you can tell, video-wise, I look great. It's been uh, it's been a little bit of a, an interesting last couple of days, but we're here, we're, uh, we're rocking, we're having a good time. Zach is with us. Good evening, afternoon, day, whenever you're listening to this. Zach, what's happening? Always happy to be on here. Finally back up in Minnesota. You know, it's it's the holiday break, off of school. Uh, had the chance to go to the Wild Sabres game the other day, which was great. You know, getting getting it back into the hockey grind here. I'll go to Red Knight, uh, Blake Hockey in tomorrow. So it's always fun to get involved back in the, the hockey world as there's literally none in Missouri. You know, speaking of Missouri, my football team can't even win a dang bowl game against Army. So that's what we just got done watching. Yeah. Pretty tough, but whatever. Watched uh, watched the end of that game as I was uh, underneath like 30 blankets on the couch, (laughs) just continuing to try to. I, I got my... I got my COVID booster for uh, for those that are curious, and I've had uh, a little bit of a reaction, some some symptoms from it. Glad I got it, but at the same time, um, I have been basically just a walking goosebump over the last um, day plus. So uh, we're grinding. We're uh, we're gonna make it work, and uh, with the fact that we're on the uh, the Christmas the extended Christmas break pause. Yeah. Going to do a little point total projection for uh, the Minnesota Wild here for the rest of the season. Had uh, Ian on YouTube ask about this a couple weeks ago, and I promised that I would eventually get to it. And now that we have an opportunity, we are going to look at uh, what point totals various Wild players may end the season with. And uh, how we're going to do this is I'm going to use the benchmarks ESPN for some of the things that that we don't like that they do, they project out point totals for players based on where they're at at that particular point in the season. So it's a great tool to say, hey, projected for such and such points, and then we can say, do we think they're going to get there a little higher, a little lower? Uh, and so we'll do that here for uh, today's episode. And uh, let's start it off with the, uh, the top line, the lettuce line. And uh, we'll start with the guy that started the season 
uh, a little bit on the slow side and had people concerned, but uh, that, of course, Kirill Kaprizov, who now 30 games in, 12 goals, 24 assists, 36 points in 30 games. That rates out to 98 points in an 82-game season, 33 goals, 66 assists. So, Zach, 98 points. Do you think Kirill can get to that mark? Do you think he finishes a little lower than that? Uh, what do you think about the number 98 for our boy Kirill? Yeah, I I can definitely see that he's on a high rolling, you know, point getting spree right now. You know, definitely I can see that projection as 98 being valid. But I do think there's going to be, you know, I mean, with the break they're having now and, and you never really like – can tell the future of if, if everyone's going to be consistently the same. I really do think 98 is just a little too high. I hate to say it, but I feel like the guys with the, with the highest points in the league usually have another superstar with them. Um, you know, obviously Zuccarello and Hartman are great, but I just feel like if Kaprizov is projected 98, then I, he's got to step it up and be a leader to the other guys. I don't know. I just feel like I, I have him. At like an 85, which is amazing. Like yeah. That is a great year. Uh, you know, 98 is insane. Uh, that's a great projection. But I do feel like he sits at an 85, 80-ish. Um, and the guys around him can start generating points too. That would be great. Uh, but I do have him a little lower. So, yeah. Yeah, and I, like, I think if we kind of break it down a little bit, I think 30 goals is a lock. Mark, mark it down. Yes. He had uh, 27 last year in 50-whatever games. And so I think if he plays the full 82, which he's he's obviously going to, the only question the only question with the number 82 is if the NHL actually gets there. It won't be a question of whether or not Kirill plays that many because he's going to play every game. And so 30 goals, yes. The assists, you know, it can fluctuate depending on how other players are doing. And so I, I think 80, I think 85 is a great number, yeah. you know, 30, 32, 33 goals and 50, 52 assists, whatever the math breaks down to. I, I think that's just for whatever reason, I just, I, I really like that number. Yeah. That is like the prime number. That is such a fantastic achievement. Yeah. Uh, your second year, not even in the league, you know, he didn't even play full season and he's getting 85. Like, are you kidding me? That's just insane. It's Unbelievable. great. He scores when he wants to, let's put it that way. Yeah. You know? He, uh, <laughs> he definitely does. Um, let's move to, uh, his line mate, Ryan Hartman, the center who has just, he just was like, you know what? I'm just going to be the Kaprizov center. And there's no, like, there's, you can't do anything about it. Leading the team in goals, he's got 14 in 30 games, 12 assists, 26 points. He's pegged for 38 goals and 38 assists. Uh, 38 goals, 33 assists, 71 points in 82 games, which would far and away be his yeah. career high in points. And, you know, in looking at a guy who has been like a, a 10 to 15 goal scorer throughout the course of his career and really taking the onus to shoot more this year, I don't have any reason to suggest that he can't get to 30 goals. I think he can for sure get to 25 if he just continues to be as aggressive as he has been. And so, you know, 71 points. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't get there. I think 60, 65 is a really solid number for him. I agree, and and you got the guy feeding him all the time, Kirill, in the corner, you know. We've seen it so many times this year. You know, those two bounce off of each other extremely well, and, you know, if they can keep bouncing off of one another, uh, you know, obviously Kirill has a little more skill there, and that's why he's projected higher. I do think Hartman can get plenty of goals. 
uh, with Kaprizov on his line. So I think that's a that's also a fantastic projection. Hartman is playing very solid through the first couple, you know, through the first, you know, thirty-ish games, and yeah, it's, it, I hope it continues. I really do. I, I can't see it not. Honestly, I just yeah. feel like those two are just clicking, um, you know. And if he's getting fed like he's getting fed from a star in this league. Of course, you can project him that much. He's great. I like that projection a lot. The one, the one kind of, I guess, question mark is that he just hasn't done this, and so we don't know, like, if he's going to be able to sustain it over the course of an entire season. But if his mantra just has been, "I'm going to shoot more," he's just going to continue to shoot more, and so that's going to lead to more goals. So yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, he hasn't done it, but he's also. Never had Kirill on his line, so accurate. Let's put it that way. Yeah, so I think uh, I think sixty. I'm going to go sixty five for Hartman. Thirty I'm goals. Right with you. That's yeah, that's perfect. Thirty goals, thirty five assists is just wonderful. Um, the other line mate for the Kaprizov Hartman line is of course Matt Zuccarello. He's got twenty four points in twenty four games, eight goals, sixteen assists. He's pegged for twenty two goals and forty four assists, sixty six points in sixty six games. And, you know, in terms of goals, I, I think 20 is a good number. I, I don't want to shoot too high because he is more of an assist guy. But um, I, I don't have any reason to suggest that he can't get to 60 points if he continues to be, you know, the, um, just have that unreal chemistry with Kaprizov on that top line. Yeah, I feel – I like that as well. I just – is that, I don't know. I feel like it's just a little too much. Yeah. I feel like he's kind of – the third best on the line, you know, he's, I'm not going to say like he's the worst on the line, but I feel like he wouldn't be the guy to go to necessarily. He's not like the lead point getter. He's not the guy on that line. So mm-hmm. you know, I can see him kind of totally, I'm totally fine with him trickling down. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I can see him trickling down from a little bit less than 60, but you know, well, there's also just great numbers by the way. We're, we're talking about fantastic, consistent numbers on this line and, and don't get me wrong, like 60 is a great number, but I can just see him going a little bit lower, sure. in my opinion. You know, yeah. I feel like it, it, he's there, he's with the guys, he's on the first line, and you know, but just a little lower, in my opinion. We will uh, we'll continue to look at uh, the forwards, and then uh, we'll kind of switch it up when we get to defensemen and uh, goalies to finish off the show. But continuing our point, player point projections. There we go. Uh, here on today's episode of Locked on Wild. After this, no one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, but traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups, winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has stat hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. You can sign up for free right now at stathero.com hockey and use the promo code hockey for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com hockey. Use promo code hockey for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Continuing 
to uh, shatter download records. So huge thank you to everybody that listens to this and uh, just continues to make this so much fun. Uh, we got some big stuff planned in 2022. Uh, more on that, though, after the holidays. Seth Topol hanging out with Zach Zeman. And Zach, let's move to the uh, next line, which, of course, is the uh, the agitators. You've got Marcus Foligno, Jewel Erickson Eck, and also Jordan Greenway. Now, obviously, this is going to be a little different with Jordan Greenway's injury because we don't know how long he's going to be out. So that will be a little different, but you look at another guy who has had an amazingly impressive start to the season, that, of course, being Marcus Foligno. 13 goals, 7 assists, 20 points in 30 games. He's on pace for 55 points in 82 games, 36 goals, 19 assists, a chance to be the third Minnesota Wild player to score 30 goals this year. I think he does it. I don't know if he gets to 36. I'm going to just go with 30 uh, for Felino. As far as assists go, I I think I think right around um, 15 or so, 15 or 20. So I think he ends up being a 50-point guy, 30 goals, 20 assists this year. I'm perfectly fine with that. I think Felino's just the type of guy that's going to get in your way in the slot, and he's always going to be there to put the puck in the net. And, you know, he's not too flashy with it, but he just gets the job done. And I think that the projection lines up pretty well with uh, with what I believe as well. He's just there, you know, he, he's annoying. He's in the slot and he's going to get the job done. So, yeah, I like that. We can't really do Jewel Erickson X projection, as I just alluded to, because he he's going to miss a while. We don't know how long it's going to be, but he was projected for 30 goals, 25 assists in 82 games. Super unfortunate because we could have had another 30-goal scorer. I think had he stayed healthy and not – like, obviously, it was a fluke injury, but had he stayed on pace to play 82 or even 80 games, I think he gets to 30 goals. And so, obviously, that's a huge loss for this team. As for how the Wilds kind of fill that void, uh, it remains to be seen. But, um, you know, bummer for Jewel Erickson because I think he was on pace to shatter all of his offensive career highs uh, this season. Yeah, there's a... There's a reason that contract got signed and he's here for the long run. So, you know, that, that grief line is something special. You got to have all three parts though. So, you know, it, I feel like the, everyone's points on this line, you know, the point projections is just going to be a little, you know, up and down and swaying throughout it without uh, Eric's next presence on the ice in the future here. But yeah, once that lines together, I feel like those projections are perfect, but until we know how long is, you know, he's going to be out and how, how severe the injury is, I guess we'll never know, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, final one of that line is, of course, Jordan Greenway. He's got nine points in 25 games, four goals, five assists, on pace for 25 points, 11 goals, 14 assists in 68 games. I I think that's a little low. Um, but then again, Greenway is not really a guy that necessarily is looking to score when he's out on the ice. He's more looking to be physical, to try to bully people, and so, yeah, maybe ten, maybe eleven goals, fourteen assists is enough. Um, I, I'll go with yeah. it, but I, I think, I think it's likely that he doesn't. I don't want this to sound negative, but I don't. I, I think it's likely that he doesn't hit that number even this year. Yeah, it's it's going to be tough for him. You know, he's got to start to you know change his game a little bit and become a leader on that line. It's you know it's it's just going to be tough without Eric Snack with him. 
uh, you know, so I, I hope he can, you know, project. This was a guy that people were, you know, kind of iffy about starting the season in the off season. Like, are, are we going to move him? You know, how much can we get for him? And how, like, how is he really going to help this team? But yeah, he's been doing a stellar job so far. I like his presence out there. This line is something special. I'm going to keep saying that, but it, it's working. Yep. And so, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how he can finish the year and, and, you know, improve his game and, you know, prove to himself that he can, stay here to the fans, even to the critics, you know, uh, he's got something to prove. So it's, this is the year for him to do it. I don't want to do the third line. I don't like the third line. Um, it has been just a void, uh, of nothingness pretty much all season. So we will talk about Kevin Fiala. Um, he has six goals, 14 assists, 20 points so far in 30 games on pace for 16 goals, 38 assists, 55 points in 82 games and I look at that and I want to say he just blows that number out of the water because he is a perennial 30 goal scorer he can be a like 60 to 70 point guy on a good team he just has not had the help and he has had some of the worst luck in the entire NHL so yeah yeah I'm going to to steal a gambling term, I'm going to push here. I'm going to just leave that point total alone because while I would like to see him exceed it, I just don't know until that third line gets upgraded. Yeah, I think it's such a frustrating start to the year for him. And and we all know that this guy was leading the team in points, you know, a couple years ago. This is this he's a, he is a superstar. He has the capabilities of, of leading this team. And, you know, it's this year has just been something different. Something's on the edge of his stick is not working. Something's not working. But, you know, he's he also hasn't had a lot of help. Uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see, you know, can he really start to change his game? Is something going to switch? Is something going to snap and make an instant turn? Is he going to turn into Kirill's point? You know, when Kirill was starting the year slow and he switched up pretty quick and now he, he's insane. He's got 36 points, you know. Um, it's all about when can Fiala turn this around. He's yep. getting a lot of hate right now. He's kind of on the hot seat, but it's all about can he really fulfill his projections? And I think he has the ability to, but right now, oh, it's not looking good. No, and you know this is this is going to become a Claude Giroux fan podcast as well um, because. As I go through and I do research on potential trade targets for this team, um, I just I keep circling back to Claude Giroux, uh, a veteran guy, huge huge ability to win faceoffs, um, a playmaking center, make it happen, and I guarantee you Kevin Fiala is going to start to put up numbers because it's going to be interesting though. Yeah, will will Claude Giroux? How much of his contract? You know, he obviously he's coming off his contract. How much of a pay cut? Would that right. would he take? It, it, you know, it kind of goes with Fiala too. Fiala's on you know a one year term right now. It's if Fiala keeps playing like this, is he going to resign for much lower because his points aren't adding up currently to what they were expected to be? Right. Um, so we it's just it's just in limbo right now and what's going to happen in the future. But it's you got to stay on on edge with it. And the trade talks, I bet the front office is is moving around right now. You know, you know they're kind of just surveying the land with trade talks and. Yeah, I'm a big Claude Giroux guy. When you were telling me that his face-offs are insane right now, I mean, that's the, that's the number one thing this team needs right now is 
face-off getters, I believe. Yeah. Be, like, you just you just got to need someone. He's a veteran. He's used to be the cover guy, the NHL, what, 13 cover? You know, <laughs> a little bit past his prime, but I feel like he could definitely be the missing puzzle piece. I love, I love Claude Giroux. I think he's been a beauty this whole year. 60% and, in the face-off circle this year. Yeah. Um, his Corsi 4 percentage is like 61% this year. Which for a team that is as bad as the Flyers is, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not trying to directly suggest that Bill Guerin make this move, but I am also trying to directly suggest that Bill Guerin make this move <laughs> because I think it just, I think it makes all the sense in the world, and I think it solves the biggest problem on this team, especially now that uh, Jewel Eric's next going to be out for a while. Going to need to shore up that center depth unless they unless they plan on bringing up Marco Rossi, which maybe we'll see. It's tough. We'll see. We're we're at a weird we're at a weird part of the year right now. Yeah, uh, you know it's postponements. You know the Winter Classics coming up. You, you know you, this lineups. They got some time. We have some time to figure this out. Yep. Uh, so it's we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll dive deep because you know we've got the uh, we've got the Christmas break. Next year, the only game that the Wild had um, was Winnipeg on Monday. Probably not yeah. going to happen. And so we'll dive, we'll dive deep. I think, wasn't that supposed to be played in Winnipeg, right? So yes. I, I don't know about that border travel issue, if, if that one's even going to be played either. I think the next game the Wild might be playing is the Winter Classic. So yeah. buckle up. <laughs> probably, probably. But yeah. just to finish on the Fiala line, uh, Freddie Goudreau is on pace for five goals and 22 assists in 66 games. And Victor Rask is on pace for 11 goals and 14 assists in 55 games. I don't, I guess, hate that as much as I thought I was going to, but it's still, it's not a great line. It's no. it's not great. The numbers aren't there that much, and it's, you know, it's kind of frustrating to see, but it is what it is, and you just got to live with it. So yeah. I, I think, yeah, I like those projections, you know, Rask is getting some goals. He is. So it's going to be interesting to see if he pops off a little bit and see what he can do to prove himself. But he is the ultimate, the ultimate equalizer because just when it seems like the chips are at their lowest, you throw him on the line with Kaprizov. Kaprizov immediately clicks. You throw him on a line with Fiala. He clicks immediately, and now they haven't clicked since. But I don't know. I'm just looking at numbers for that fourth line before we move on to the defenseman for the final segment today. Brandon Duhame is on pace for eight goals, 19 assists, 27 points in 82 games. Wow. And also also 120 penalty minutes. Oh, geez. Which is a lot. But here's the interesting thing. Rem Pitlick on pace for 14 goals, 14 assists, uh, 27 points in 46 games. He's also on pace for the exact same number of points as Nico Sturm in several less games. So fourth line hasn't had to kind of carry the the uh, shoulder the load as much because the top two lines have been so good. But let's get that balance yeah, going again. You know what's interesting to me is that I just saw Kirill's on nice time. I, I like, And it's like 19 minutes or something. That's just Jeez. crazy. Like, yeah, that's like defenseman minutes, and he's, you know, they don't really need to rely on the fourth line as much because Kirill's just out there almost for two full periods of each game. Well, what <laughs> like, was, wasn't, did I see something in the Dallas game 
that him and somebody else had like a three minute forty second shift. Really? On the ice. I, I mean, I, I was fifty fifty on the screens because the Vikings. <laughs> but touche. You know, I did not see that actually. That's you know, I'm, I, I don't don't question it. Jeez, that's just that's just so much ice time. Yeah, when I was at that Buffalo game, I was watching him, and it's just like, this guy does not sit down. No. I, th- I tweeted about it. I was like, I haven't seen him sit down once. He's always out there. Yeah, it's, it's um, incredible to see it. it oh, it's just like the, the one thing this team needed is just a, a guy that can rely on and a guy who can really turn this team around. And It's just so crazy to see that he's putting up defenseman numbers you know, on, on ice time every night. It's, it's incredible. That's a weapon. That's what we call a weapon. Uh, yeah, for this literally. Minnesota Wild team. We'll tell you what, let's finish by looking at the defenseman because the guy that we brought in to replace Ryan Suter turns out is having a pretty good year himself. So we'll talk about the defenseman. We'll talk about goalies as well. Player point projections finishes up on today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. BetOnline.ag has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as the NFL continues its march to the playoffs and college bowl season is upon us. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all of the sports action this season. So head to their website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that welcome bonus. Everything from college basketball, the NBA, bowl season, the NFL, the NHL, boxing, and UFC all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available at BetOnline.ag where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Seth and Zach hanging out, and uh, I teased Alex Goligoski before the break because we brought him in to replace Ryan Suter. I said before the season started, if we can go through a good majority of the season without saying Ryan Suter's name except for me doing it just now, that uh, the Wild are going to be in really good shape. Mm-hmm. And turns out that ex- is exactly what's happened because let's look at uh, let's look at Goligoski's numbers so far. He's got 20 points. In 27 games, two goals, 18 assists. On pace in 74 games for five goals, 50 assists, 55 points in 74 games for uh, for Alex Goligoski. And I'm here to tell you, I think he gets it. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't, or if he did. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think he's, you know, you talk about a guy who has some. Uh, big boots to fill when he's coming into this new team and and I think he's done just a fantastic job very consistent defenseman so far he's been extremely reliable I mean the the narrative was he plays just like Ryan Suter and and you know I think it is like with Ryan Suter on this team uh, and you know with Golgoski replacing him I think it's it's almost you know minimal change honestly I feel like they're kind of the same type Suter would be getting points right now and Golgoski's doing the same it's it's what this team expected of Goligoski when he came in here and he's he's definitely filling them and I I really do think he can get this done he's very consistent I think it's him and Brodeen for the race for the most you know defenseman points and man I just love Brodeen too I'm not gonna I'm not trying to turn the tables here but 
you know, Goligoski is, is really becoming that consistent piece in, in the defense, defensive core that this team is looking for. And, you know, he's definitely doing it. So, so here's the, here's the crazy thing. The entire, entire rest of the decor, entire rest of the decor is on pace for the same number of goals each, hmm. every single player, hmm. Matt Dumba on pace for eight goals. Jonas Brodin on pace for eight goals. Dmitry Kulikov on pace for eight goals. Jared Spurgeon on pace for eight goals, although he's probably not going to get there. And yeah, unfortunately. John Merrill on pace for eight goals. So taking that into account, it's still going to be Matt Dumba and Jonas Brodin that end up leading or having the best chance to exceed that eight-goal number uh, for the decor, right? No doubt. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Dumba's just always the guy who you can see sometimes slipping into the slot even when taking shots. I feel like he always has a shooting first mentality, even though he's supposed to be closer to the blue line. He has that game where he can, you know, sometimes filter in down below and and, and figure something out. Um, and if it's not going to be a goal, it's obviously going to be a tip in or a nice, you know, feed to someone. Uh and I think Dumba is, is uh, you know, I, he's definitely going to exceed that eight goal mark. I can totally see him getting more goals. Um, I can totally see Brodeen getting more goals. Brodeen's been insane this year. Talking about shutting down. I mean, the last time I was on here, we are talking about him shutting down McDavid. Like, he, it, like it's no man's business. I mean, he's just able to, to like, really, you know, play p- both amazing defensively and create chances offensively. Yep. Uh, defensively and offensively. And – I think Brodeen is is obviously also going to exceed that goal. Eight goals. I feel like they just threw eights out there, to be honest with you. Um, But I can definitely see Dumba, Brodeen, Golgoski all exceeding those. Those guys are staples in the defensive core, and I think they can get it done. Let's finish with Cam Talbot uh, because I want to go a couple of different angles with this. So as of right now, 15-7-1 in 23 games started. Uh, 2.83 goals against average, a 9.14 save percentage. He's on pace for 63 starts, 41 wins, 19 losses, and uh, three losses in overtime. So first question, is 63 games of an 82-game schedule too much? I'd say so. I mean, every team always wants to have that goalie tandem that they can just rely on. And, and that doesn't, those numbers don't really shoot to me that, you know, Kakanen is getting enough time. Honestly, I, I feel like you got to, you got to rely on Kakanen a little more here, you know, after, especially after that Dallas game, I think that was a fluke game to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I, agree. I think Talbot is, yeah. I mean, the, that five hole goal, the second one of the game is, you know, it's always a tough one to, to eat up, but you know, it's, that was just the story of the night. You know, I feel like, Talbot, Talbot's a great goaltender, but you just have to be able to rely on your backups. I mean, there's a reason there are backups. Let's let's be honest here, and you got to really throw them in if you want to, you know, win games and keep your starters, you know, healthy and generated with, you know, with energy. And in, in, in at the end of the day, that's it. I think I love Talbot. I feel like I'm the Talbot stan of the wild, you know, hockey wilderness. You know, I feel like he's just a He's just an absolute beauty. Um, you know, when even when we signed him, I wasn't even a fan of it, honestly. Yeah. But he's really, um, you know, he's really just been a stud. And I, I think, you know, for him starting 60 is a lot. But 
I, I think he's just – he is a great goaltender, but you got to rely on Kakin once in a while. You yep. know what I mean? I agree. Um, we don't want to get anybody burned out yeah. at the uh, at the end of the season, especially with now – I don't know how this is going to look if they're going to actually, like, go through and change the, uh, the schedule with no Olympics anymore or if they're just going to put games into the month of February just to kind of fill it back up. But if they do kind of revise it, that means there are going to be more games in a shorter amount of time. And so going to need to get some, uh, going to need to get some starts in there for, uh, yeah. for Capo just no so that we don't get it. Talbot burned some out. Teams, yeah. Some teams, true colors are really going to come out if that's the case. And you're going to see a lot of teams struggle and a lot of teams persevere through it. And yeah. I think the wild are capable of persevering. It's just about timing those starts and making sure Talbot doesn't go back to back, you know, and, and it, it just, you got to rely on Kakinen once in a while. I wouldn't mind if Kakinen started two in a row on, on separate days. I feel like he, he's capable of doing that. You've yeah. got to put your trust in him. You know, he can't just sit down all the time and he's, you know, he's in the NHL for a reason. You guys have him on your team for a reason. Uh, and yeah, it's, he's there. Ex- exactly. Use him or lose him. Right. That's what they I They almost did in the expansion draft. <laughs> Yeah. Although, oh, oh man. Um, so I had one more point since you talked about the Kraken. I'm I'm livid because did you see Carson Susie's nickname? No. They call him Doctor Seuss, and I am livid that nobody <laughs> thought of that here. Like, what are we doing? Why do I not like it now that he's out of the wild? <laughs> Yeah, I don't I mean, know. I rewatched uh, like the Becoming Wild. I think they do on their uh, YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and there, there's just like a recap in the Seattle trip. And I think there's like a clip in the YouTube video where Susie was shoving Sturm around, and yeah, uh, I forgot who it was. He was either I don't know who it was, but they're beefing with Susie out there on the ice. You know, he's wearing a different jersey. He's not your friend anymore. So it's it's pretty cool to see. Uh, the while they're chipping back at Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I, st- oh I still miss him, but. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Uh, it's expansion drafts have been the kryptonite of the Minnesota Wild, and don't get me wrong. Oh, don't remind me. Yeah, I'm hoping we don't have to do that ever again, but. Yeah. I don't know. I doubt it. When they yeah. when they try to get Arizona? the N- when they try to get the <laughs> NHL to 64 teams, then. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be psychotic. <laughs> Triple the league. Oh, dear. This year-round deal. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I think that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So thank you for tuning in. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen. And now that you're done with your first listen of the day, make sure that you hop over to Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Don't roll the dice. Locked on, uh, Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. Locked on Bets is free and available on all podcast platforms and should be your second listen of the day. Locked on Wild is free and available on all podcast platforms. Listen wherever, listen whenever. Follow us on social media as well on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are keeping you as up to date as possible on all things Minnesota Wild because of a puck drops in the state of hockey. Locked on Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.